0: hello and welcome to another sit down on five minutes with Sean maybe 10 you may recognize the man to my right Herb Anderson Herb has been on the show before Herb uh chronicles last year correct season one chronicles doing the viking yeah
1: yeah
0: dude thanks a lot for coming back i really appreciate it man um herb is a local here uh in in las vegas so we're here and hanging out and we want to talk to him while we were here um herb really quickly so people get an idea just uh, we didn't cover a lot of in your background before the quick thirty thousand foot view of herb's automotive background Go ahead.
1: Yeah, so in the automotive industry for about 18 years total. Okay. Uh, started out in, as a lube tech, tire technician, um, then uh, became a service writer. did managing. Uh, then I, I left for a little bit, started my own business, um, and then I had the opportunity to go work for Cox Automotive. Okay. And uh, spent a few years there under the auto trader Kelly Blue Book umbrella. Okay. And that was really kind of where I learned a lot. You know, obviously Cox has a lot of information as far as the automotive industry. It's a great place to kind of become a student of the industry. Um, and most recently, I'm, I'm working at uh, GSM as a um, account executive overseeing stores on, on the West uh, to kind of help them with their uh, fixed operations with the you know, mainly helping them improve on retention and uh, service market share.
0: So you're a fixed ops guy right? yeah. at heart. You yeah. enjoy oh. it. That's your deal. Oh yeah, for sure. So working, working inside the Cox model must have been a little bit different, right? Because it's more of a front end retail sort of experience for you selling auto trader, right? Right. KBV, yeah, yeah. etc. right? A little bit different. I wanted to talk with you because of your background in third party lead providers. I think it's a big topic right now. A lot of people are talking about the value of them. You sure. know, um, I've, I've, I'm, um, so no, no, no joke where I stand on the topic. These guys are, you know, they're, they're extortionists. You know, they, 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 they stole our inventory 25 years ago and they fucking sold it back to us, right? And that's always been confusing to me from the get. Like, it's my car. Why have you done this? But, but it's, it's business, right? We can't reverse what we did 25 years ago. But how do you view... Did you view... I guess it's a different question. Did you view third-party providers differently before you worked for one and after? Or have you always had the same view and, and when you went to work for them it sort of solidified that view and or changed it? Like, how do you stand? Yeah, Does I know, that? so obviously I was a consumer
1: first, right? And so I, I definitely used them in, in the in the in the research process of, of purchasing a vehicle. Uh, but then, yeah, obviously some eye-opening um, you know, information experiences while being on the other side of things. So, you know, my main takeaway for it all is that I do believe that you should have a presence on third-party sites because customers go there to look at inventory. So you should be there at least to raise your hand.
0: There's the trusted name, right? That whole, that whole idea. Because that is what they sell us, right. right? They're like, well, no one knows Herb Anderson Autos, but everyone knows Auto traders, so just put your cars on here and, right. and, and our yeah. name will carry. Exactly. So
1: you should have, you know,
0: they do have an audience, so
1: you should be there, but from there to you know paying the amount of money that you pay on these sites like you know I know people that pay tens of thousands of tens dollars. of thousands of dollars
0: uh, for that presence that's where it just it got harder right. and harder to do for me there's a there, there's a there's a line in in all, I think in all advertising and no matter what what sense you use it there is a line of diminishing return yes I think that as soon as you hit that line if you don't know the line it's because you're not looking for the line in my opinion so you were you in a position, a lot? I mean, you were at Cox's Automobile a couple of years. Yeah. Were you in a position that you had to walk in during these yearly renewal upcharges? Like, was that a part of your job when you were there? Yeah. That's so,
1: uh, yeah, obviously we had to talk about the, the you know, um,
0: renewing contracts and that whole thing. Yeah, day. but is there, like, coaching yeah. that comes, like, like, I just, I, I don't know how, I, I'm envisioning all this craziness, right? like, behind the scenes, like, right in November. <laughs> in November, they get everyone together. They're like, all right. So, we're going to have to sit through three hours of training. Like, what do we need training for? Like, well, it's that time of year <laughs> again, guys. Like, you got to go to stores and get them to pay more. Like, is, is it a word track? Is it a discussion amongst your well, people in the, in the building? The way that I talk about it
1: now is I say, you know, we used a lot of spooky language, right? Yeah. Uh, so, it's a lot of, like… Give me an
0: example. Want spooky so, language.
1: So, we, we the, they used to say, like, marketplace. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we're a marketplace. But yeah. then you look at the definition of a marketplace. What's a, What's the definition if you you know go on your digital dictionary right now it'll, right. and it, it tells you that it's a place where customers or where people get together to um you know buy and sell yeah but you're not buying and selling anything huh. on
0: those sites it right? should be a free enterprise right. it, so, it should be so, a viewing site yeah
1: so you're just going there to get information is that where trading so. marketplace is born is that where that whole thing was born <laughs> out of this
0: idea so, like come to the marketplace buy and sell your car right. <laughs> <laughs> put a kiosk in your building whatever stupid shit okay all right so, so spooky language right, right yeah, so, marketplace is spooky yeah agree, a lot yeah. of spooky cool. language right yeah. so so <laughs> because you
1: know obviously the, you can't sell you, you can't tell you're a lead provider and you're not providing any leads right right, right and the, you know and, <laughs> you're right because you, that's the right. word track right that's built yeah. in you guys we, we are so, not a lead we're provider. not a lead provider we charge like one <laughs>
0: For sure, but we're not one. Right. We're
1: we're a, we're a digital billboard. Exactly. Like yeah. a better term. So you can't you got you, yeah. you know you have to have a lot of those types of conversation. And like I said, it just got it get it got harder and harder to do, right? Um, because the you, product was
0: the same, right? Herb? Like you're in year after year to raise prices and people be like, Herb, for what? And you're like, market adjustment yeah. or whatever, spooky <laughs> language, you had to use, right? Like that's the thing is there's no justification besides their own expense structure and their own because they want to acquire a new company. They want to hire a billion fucking idiots. That seems like their problem. But they, they, I feel like I pay the bill at the dealer well, sense, you know, or for the gigantic four-story booths. That go on for a half a mile at NADA, like that feels like it comes out of what the upcharge. But what? Think about what it is that the that that, that they're really providing. And obviously, there's
1: an audience, right? I don't want to do and that, right? And I get. But think about what they're really providing. I'm gonna stop. You're out. I'm <laughs> out. Like,
0: everyone, you're out. Like if we're gonna really stop and think about it, you're out. Right.
1: But it's the validation, like <laughs> yeah. you mentioned earlier, right? Because unfortunately, I hate to say it, but that's just the it way it is. It is what it is. Cannon do it. Where, that's where we are in the industry. The do customers it. don't trust the dealerships, right? So they go well, to these places to validate their search or, you know, but that. From there to where 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 they are, where you know these ridiculous your charges. alpha zone five, yeah, and your, your, whatever you know, spotlight, exactly. Whatever. It, that's just like it's just it doesn't make sense, right? Did, you did could you do so like a, much more money. You could do so much more with that money. That's gonna really provide return on your investment. Yes. Did you have a, like
0: a matrix when you worked there? Was there like a? Like how the fuck did you keep all those prices? <laughs> like, like when it was like you well, am I on Alpha? Well, I don't know. You're in Alpha Zone Four slash you know Toyota region. Like I don't I don't know. Like was it was it very was it cut and dry for you from that end?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it's it, in that sense, it's based on on your audience, right? So right. you have different
0: markets. Or so not my inventory size. No, it's this was all based on market. So Denver market. Vegas market, Chicago market, those were yeah. all price considerations. And then what? Right. Your radius to those cities?
1: Yeah. So if you're a market, then obviously there's more people. So,
0: so the price is higher, higher and the high price 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 should be higher. And then
1: B, C, whatever. Right. Exactly. Okay. And it just diminishes from there. Okay. Yeah. So So
0: your point is that in your time there, what you learned is that there is value on a very basic level to have your name there, Right. And, and so one of my issues that I've always had, and, and it was, it, it was a, it's an old school thought of Auto Trader. I'm sure they've updated it since. But when they first came to my office, this would have been 2003, 2004, it was, hey, Sean, look, man, you want to be at the top, okay? Like, that's, that's it. And I said, yeah, but hit sort by price to the right there, guys. And you hit sort by price. All that shit goes away. And now the lowest number of cars by dollar figure is shown. Right. Okay, well... Why don't I just price aggressively? And if people search the way, I'm pretty sure they're gonna buy price. They're gonna find. It. They're gonna. Yeah. Oh, uh, but Sean doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Like, well, sure, of course it doesn't. But what if it did? How do you How do you view that i that that whole that whole idea of if you pay more, you'll get more in the third party world? Like, where do you really see? Because you're saying be at base level, but are you just advocating for base? Are you saying there's somewhere uh, between there? And alpha platinum quadruple 10 Gs a month.
1: No, you know what the differentiator is? It's not the platform, what the platform has to offer, it's your inventory. Right. You have high, high scarcity cars. Yeah. You have high scarcity cars. You merchandise them. You 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 know, you put comments in the right photos and stuff. And but you, that means you, you know, can be on base level, right to your point. is right. if you do your so, job right on the front half, then
0: you don't need auto trader to position you in well, alpha on zone you, six.
1: If you don't do it right, then you definitely don't want that because now it's gonna expose all your flaws. Right. And the customer's gonna have a terrible digital experience. They're gonna pass
0: by your car because right. it's two thousand over market so, value, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So, so now you're really screwed. Right.
1: So it you wow. know, you got you have to if you're gonna if you're gonna participate in these sites you have to do your job as a dealer which is merchandising pricing right and buying right. Interesting. And then just be you just do the basic cuz you all you're doing there is your it's 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 more branding and validation. That's it. That's it. Nobody's buying a car because they saw it there cuz a the customer doesn't go to that site and immediately gets in their car and drives to the dealership and is like, "Oh, I'm here to buy a car." Yeah, you know when, what I mean? when you
0: Yeah, but when you were there, were they were they starting off on the attribution study nonsense when you were there? This yeah. idea of, well, we don't provide leads, but let us show you something. We certainly provide sold vehicles, okay? So yeah. watch, watch, watch this. Those are always my favorite when, when all those big firms come to us, you know, and they say, hey, Sean, we'd like to take your, your group of 10 stores, and we would like to run an analysis uh, from cars.com and show you attribution. And every time I'm like, well, sure. Uh, is it free? Well, no, it's, well, until it's free, let me know. And I always tell the team, they all get excited. Sean, you're going to give us all this insight. Yeah. They're gonna come back and tell us that Cars.com sells a bunch of cars. If you think for one second they're gonna tell us anything about auto Trader or gurus right. or Carfax, you're out of your mind. Like this is not, it is, it is so positioned that you you said it to begin with, right? Auto trader says they're not a lead provider. But you know what they're trying to do today as we sit in market? Be a fucking lead provider. Provider, yeah. With this digital retail bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Twenty years later, here you are staring down the same people you've been screwing for years, and now, now you want to be a lead provider? But there isn't—that th- isn't even. There's showing. no leads to have. Yeah. It's garbage, bro. The so, data there is so horseshit. <laughs> everything about everything this company touches and buys. Like you'll talk to people who say, "Sean, what's the best paid search company you ever worked with? A company called Haystack Media out of Denver, Colorado. You know what happened to them? Oh yeah, they got bought out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what happened to them again? They, those guys left they built another company built it sold it again to the same people who ruined it again so so my thing is just because they're the biggest doesn't make them the best doesn't make anything but auto trader what they have been able to do recently is they've been able because we look at all the data across what I refer to now I think it's safe to say affectionately it's got to be the big four right I mean it's it, carfax is a serious player now in the yes. world, whether people want to yeah. say it out loud or I shake agree. hands or talk about it, we see the data. And if you look at a cost per VDP or a cost per lead basis, you can't touch Carfax. You can't. Right. Like the numbers are ridiculous. But what is Herb? If I, if I was going to say to you, you're the GM. Herb, you got of the big four. Are you participating in all four? How, 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 how do you balance that well, against your store? You know,
1: look at it this way if your average spend per each one, let's say it's Thirty-five hundred bucks, or you know, four thousand dollars times four, right? Sixteen G's. Sixteen G's. We're right. Why not just be basic on all and have your eyeballs on all? Because some you're gonna you're gonna have some some audiences that are not gonna overlap, right? right. Like some person is just gonna go to, to Carfax, or just gonna go to
0: Cars, or just go to Gurus. Doesn't that seem you know? a little bit unreasonable anymore that, that people are gonna visit eighteen sites, but they're not gonna go over those four sites? It does, but look at the numbers, right? Sure. You
1: know. Sure. Sure. So instead of instead of going hard on one or two. Cut that budget down. Go cross all, all four. Yeah, and then but make sure that you're doing the stuff right. Buy the right car. You know, merchandise, deposit. merchandise, yeah. merchandise. And if you're not doing that, then don't be on there at all. Right. You're, now you're just creating a bad digital experience. experience you know before the customer even get gets. people to your website
0: i guess yeah. so they can see your price without little comparison yeah i
1: guess but you know gets gets get, you know i wouldn't click on a, on a on a car that doesn't have photos or that doesn't have price or no descriptions right i'm just what are we doing I, here I I, it's still it, a yeah.
0: thing right i so, can't believe it. it's still right. a thing know, uh, call for price <laughs> like what, what is this yeah. now i don't call for anything i don't call for <laughs> price i i was doing some uh, home remodeling with my wife and, and one of the cabinets said call for price she's like i love it She's like, call them. I'm like, fuck that. I don't do it. No way. I would not. They should listen here because I'm going to call them. They're going to upsell me and show me the one online is this. The price is that. Right. So when you were there at, at Trader, and you were, you were working with that, did you did you have to hear a lot about, while well, I'm on cars.com or, or at that time, w- depending on when you did it, the car gurus were starting to really bubble up, starting, yeah. right? That's when they were gypsies. You mm-hmm. couldn't get car gurus on the phone. You had no idea how they got your inventory. Right. You just kind of were like, I don't know. These dudes are sending me free leads. Yeah. You're not even asking for money. Like, ah, this is weird. I don't understand these people. <laughs> um, it's fine. It's fine. Like, sell my car. Um, but when you were there, like, was there a discussion internally uh, about hey if a dealer's on on cars.com then he should be on auto trader or take that market share dollar or is there anything like that about the co- competition between all those guys
1: yeah so i mean obviously you know you want you want your share of of that business so you're you're you know you're always going in in the stores that you don't have a re- or i don't want i want to say a relationship but that you don't have any business with and you're yeah. trying to get that and presenting your arguments for or against um you know so there's some work tracks and conversations there like um, for us, it was you know oh
0: well you know you, it works better if you're on both you know what I mean because so, I'm already a cars.com dealer and, and you're not you're not here to burn down my house of cars.com you're right. simply to say yeah. that's back when you guys were really pushing hard that no one crossed
1: it. or in some in some situations like I you know I used to partner up with some of the cars.com cars.com reps and we would go and talk to the dealers together what
0: yeah so <laughs> get the fuck out of yeah does <laughs> yeah. your bosses know that uh huh yeah. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, class because, class. because it's third-party marketplace. So if we have a dealer who agrees to yeah. the Cars.com marketplace, then they'll certainly agree to ours.
1: Right. So it's just, you know. So you th- guys double, you guys
0: tag team dealers. We did. Yeah. <laughs> did that
1: work? It did because, <laughs> look.
0: Yeah, go, it that, worked. Yeah, that, that's that's, what I,
1: that's what I That's what I meant. Like, you don't want to,
0: you know, you want to spread it out. Herb, I just can't yeah, I can't so. envision you as an auto trader rep bro like banging on my door. Like I don't know, you come off way classier. I don't know what it is about you. I don't know, maybe you've classed up since then or I didn't know you then, but it's interesting because here you are, right, in a position. Were you always in Vegas Market? Did I ask you this? Yeah, time? yeah. Yeah, always. So so, uh, what were your what was your time frame? Just because I'm trying to I'm trying to make sure I don't ask uh, so questions that are it. 2014 left in
1: 2017.
0: Okay, so you have three years on the end. So you're post recession. You're mm-hmm. all these things. Right. You're in this place. So Car Gurus is a thing. Cars.com is a thing. How did you handle the next fucking product to sell? Like the because it felt like at a time you guys were coming in like. Uh, we got auto AutoTrader, we got, we got KBB, we got Marketplace. Man, I mean, you guys, you guys are like the guy in New York who owns his jacket, he's got the gold, you know what I'm saying? I got them all, man. Yeah, like, so how did that, how was it for you to kind of balance value? So it, it became,
1: it, it was hard, man. That's one of the reasons why I ultimately left because it just, you know, we are having these conversations with dealers about, you know, things like merchandising and, you know, we're pushing the blame onto, oh, it's not us. Sure. It's you, you guys don't know how to use our product. You know, I just couldn't have that conversation. Because and you knew we, the dealer was doing their job. Is that why you're saying this, Herb? Well, it was basically like, if, if, if the numbers are bad, blame the dealer. Not, not only that, I don't like that premise where we're passing blame. I don't think that anybody that's representing any product should ever walk into a dealership, sell them something, and then wash their hands of that. If you sold them something, it's your responsibility to make that work. I don't I don't care this how is you novel,
0: do it, isn't it? You know? This is novel, but, friends. This yeah. Is, this I is mean, what Herb
1: does. I just that's that's just the way that it's the simple truth out there. And so you're and so and so you're having these conversations where you're blaming the dealer, but then you don't have any way to help the dealer. Because you're a third party side. I mean, you, what are you, you going to help them yeah. with their internal processes? No, you, you know what I mean. No, you're, are
0: you going to help them spotlight? I've, I've heard but, a couple of reps you know, do that for dealers. Dealers that are lazy pay for things like yeah, spotlights and don't do it. If you do that, let's say let's say that that's the solution, right? Okay, I'm going
1: to give you some free product, right, Mister Dealer, because I'm you know I got your back. Correct. But your processes aren't good, and you're, you're not merchandising correctly. And so all I'm doing is really exposing your your your, your inefficiencies. Were yeah. you
0: able to? Were you able to speak on these things when you were there, to your dealer about that and say, "Dude, I mean, I don't know if this product really doing what it should for you because you're not doing what you should be doing." That, yeah, I, I did that
1: multiple times where they're pushing you to get business, and I'm more like, "Guys, the business this, we got's already this, bad. This is not. This is not a good customer. This is not a good partnership. Because
0: you have. Pre- yeah. I heard there's pretty high standards within that Cox Automotive as far as." Goals and, and what you're expected of, and all of those things. Is that yeah? Is that I mean, fair to yeah. say?
1: I mean, listen. Ultimately, you're selling, right? So you have a quota, and you got to meet your numbers, and you know, you you got to find the business. Is that right? a six figure so,
0: job?
1: Uh, it can be, yeah, for sure. It can be. Really? You know, so that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. But you know, I, I remember having a conversation with the GM recently, and he said something, dude, that it just it blew my mind. He was like. You know, yeah, I'm been I'm talking with my reps, and they keep telling me that why do I need to invest, you know, all this money into SEM and SEO if I if I have my inventory on their third party site. Because they already pay for all that, and and they're they're gonna find me there anyway. So why do I need to? And I'm like, dude, seriously, <laughs> you know that you're there with like a gazillion other dealers, right? Yeah. And even if you pay for for tier placement, and even if you price and merchandise right. Your cars are not going to show up all the time.
0: And you know what I also would say to that? I would say to that, that the, over the last three to five years, all those companies are making a much bigger deal out of the amount of traffic they send from their site to yours. They all are. They're all like, oh, wait, there's not right, right, just the right, lead, right. Sean. Yeah. Go go log in to, to Google <laughs> Analytics. Like, what do they know about Google Analytics? Cox Automotive hates Google Analytics. They're on record as saying so. For me, uh, you're, not a, you're not a lead provider. You're not driving traffic to my website what are you and so what did you say to this dealer did you did you have like an honest like come to jesus moment like what are you talking yeah well about, this was bro? after i left yeah yeah but i was so, gonna say you said so, it was recently so how did you handle what, it not being in the position no know? what i told him was you
1: know what i was telling dealers back then like you have to have that sem placement you have to that's your inventory man you yeah. got you gotta invest in your inventory do it the right way but you can't leave that up to a, a third party site to do what you know what that's going to. Yeah, because then you just get
0: rid of your work. website altogether, you have no presence, and you just right. your your you're, you're, you're Texas direct, your Carvana. You just you don't have a building, you don't have a website. Who cares? Just yeah. here you go, right? And I mean, Carvana obviously just has a website, and no building, but still on that on that premise. So you were there for three years, you said, right, basically, give or take. Yeah. What was this, What was the? What was it, What was your area size? You said it was four states total no I, had, West, I, just so. had, I just had I just I just had Vegas so you just had Vegas yeah, just how inside. many clients on a roster for you? so it that
1: varied so I had at one point I had the entire market because it was transitions gotcha. um, so I don't know 80 plus dealers at some point how do you manage that as um, one as one human it's it's, how does that work? it's really difficult yeah um, you know I was spending a lot of time the way that I consult I'm very involved sure so I, I get was, that from you yeah I was spending a lot of time you know just kind of plugged in and um, yeah it's just I don't know, those were... Those 80 were stores, else. I mean, you're
0: talking about best chance getting everybody every third month, best chance.
1: Yeah, well, no, I, I did I did manage to see everybody within a 45, 50, really? 50-day did Nice term. work, man. Yeah, so... That's some serious, that's, but that, that's, forced, that's four shots a day. But the the, huh. the quality, the value, right? Sure, and you knew right. that. Right, so you're and not you spending that. all that time with, with those stores that need it the most. They so just,
0: you may or may not know this from your position, but here you are with 80 stores. Uh, behind you, behind the scenes are the internal reps, right? The people who handle support right, and yeah. all that. Mm-hmm. Any idea if you're at 80 what a caseload of someone inside the store, inside the Cox Automotive is that? I don't know
1: but uh, it's, it's, pr- it's probably pretty significant. Because we were, we
0: were recently told um, uh, by, by a rep um, at a store, excuse me, at a, at a, at, a, at, a, at a, I think at a Cargurus, right? Cargurus? Came to us and they were we were we were arguing about rates. They wanted I called them extortionists. I called them terrorists. <laughs> they got all pissy and upset. Oh, and, well, this isn't right. You shouldn't treat us that way. Blah blah blah. And I said, Yeah, but guys, here's the thing. Like you're you're taking all this. You missed my client's emails where he told you what his missing inventory. No one cares. The guy replies with something to the effect of, Hey, I have hundred and fifty or two hundred stores to worry about. I can't get every email. And our reply was, Sounds like a whole big bag of your fucking problem. Not ours. Yeah. And that's disgusting, by the way, that you're trying to manage 150, 200. You're 25 <laughs> years old. You know nothing about the car business, very little about customer service. And here you are responsible for 200 clients wow. and doing a CarGurus, yeah, their pricing, car guru's pricing. Arnold Trader's always been classy about the price increase because someone shows up at my door with a manager. That's always how it went. Yeah. It's always like, hey, Sean, I brought my boss. You're like, oh, fuck, back at we the go. brink truck. Somebody <laughs> wants some money, right? But, but now, it's these, these guys at Cargurus, they send out this lame-ass email. They're like, just so you know, we need to talk. Your rates are going up. It's like, what? This is so impersonal. So did, did, you, think but, that, did you think there was value in, 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 in you, any time you up rates? Were you ever like, this makes sense for uh. this
1: guy? You know, I, we did have a product uh, you know, trade a marketplace, which I I liked in the sense that it provided dealers what they wanted. Now, I won't say that the quality was the best. Thank you. But Thank you. it provided dealers with leads, people that they could get busy with and call and contact. That they want. You see, I like the way you, you know, said that, Herb, because so. that is
0: what dealers still want, isn't it? They still want leads. They don't understand that yeah. it's no longer a lead game. It's a quality issue. You right. want the highest quality leads, which those... So well, much. and we talked about this when you, when you did uh,
1: dealer, the Dealer Talk podcast. Yeah. And you said something that kind of stuck with me. You said that, it's, that dealers don't have a lead problem. It's what they're doing with the, what they have. And I totally agree with that. It,
0: it's the hardest thing, her, for people to hear me say out loud. But as soon as I say it, they literally go back and look at things and say, you know what? Turns out. Yeah, I mean. We probably do. We've got clients that we've had that, that it took six, seven, eight, nine months working with us. To finally see, because what we do is we we, we, ought, we make the marketing side a no-brainer. We handle all the headaches, all the nonsense. We don't do the marketing, but we handle it all. We deal with all the vendors. What it opens up for a dealer to do is go sell cars and do what they do. Best, and yeah. sooner or later, they find out that all the time they freed up from dealing with vendors and marketing and price increases, they are able to put back into their floors and their people. So that's the impressive part of, of what I think uh, exists value-wise from the third parties. So we're coming up a little bit near the end. I want to know something from you. What is what is the what is the coolest thing you had experienced while you worked there? And what's the worst thing you experienced while you worked there? Um, the coolest thing I would
1: say is, like I mentioned earlier, the access to information. You know, like I would get dealers that would call and be like, Hey, what do you think about this car? I'm at the auction and I could call somebody from the auto, right? And be like, Hey man, I need you to do me a favor. And I could get that to Probably my... Probably the owner. one product
0: they didn't ruin. Yeah. When I they could, bought
1: it. <laughs> I can give that to my... to You know, I can give that to the customer then and there. I like doing... I like adding value, right? Yeah, yeah. Those you are, love that. Yeah, those are opportunities where, where we could we could do that. That's cool. Um, what I hated the most was the conversations, man. The, you know, the trying to go in there and justify when you know that yes, you should be on here, but you shouldn't be paying six thousand dollars or ten grand, or you know, like that's just, you know, that's where it hurts, right? That's it's, where, it's like because like,
0: like, you're you're somebody who thinks about that part of the job. You yeah. know what I mean? You're somebody who who. It's like, well, look, man. I mean, it's it is what it is. We know what the product's worth, and when the product doesn't change, but the price changes, that's what makes it more difficult. Well, and look know? what it's doing, man. I mean, look. I mean, you know, you can't quantify. You can't touch it. It's How many not, dealers you know, do you think even know their SRP to VDP conversion? Not a lot. Not a lot, and that's the simplest exactly. metric you can find there outside of the phone call, email. Topic. But is that really worth it, though? Well, you know, like, well, what, 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 what is what really worth it? The, Knowing that number? No,
1: the the VDPs and the SRPs. That's another number that for me, it's like, I mean, is it good that you're getting a
0: bunch of VDPs? Yeah, I guess. but yeah, what are you going to do with that information? Yeah, it's not. Look, dude. Yes, to your point. Yes, it is a secondary metric that was created by marketers. Okay. That's what it is. It's, it's, spooky, language. it's spooky language, dude. <laughs> but, but if you look at it, that's all Google Analytics is, is one big scrolling mess of spooky language. Because what it's meant to do is it's meant to show data as a guide. And I think that's what a lot of people don't understand is everyone wants an absolute when dealing with third party providers, or lead providers or marketing. This sold me the car. No, it didn't. Stop. Stop yeah. with all that. There was 14 things that influenced that person. More importantly, they were already in your database from two years ago. How do you know your owner marketing didn't sell that car? Right. doesn't matter. But the auto traders of the world, there is value, but you and I agree wholeheartedly that is at the most basic, basic of levels. Yeah. It's your inventory that should do the worst. Because the reason I use SRP to VDP conversion as, as, as a benchmark for me with my clients, and I just had this discussion on the way out here with a client, was that a client gets hit for an alpha upsell uh, out in Colorado. And the price was completely reasonable. I almost, I, I actually emailed him back. Like, hey, did you miss a number? Like, what is, this is not an alpha package that I'm aware of. And he's like, no, that's the real price. I said, then, you know, off and away, go go do it. It sounds like fun. He said, but how are we going to track it? Well, for the last year, we've been on not on it. We know how many SRPs and BDPs we get on average. Let's if that number does. moves, we're good. If the leads move, we're good. If it doesn't, it didn't work, and we bone out. And that's why we believe internally at Carbiz that dealers only get access to 12 months of data in the back end because if you looked at what that product did for you 24 36 and in our case 60 months ago there's no way they could ever increase your price because we've watched it from 2014 go down down all of them all of them pay more and get less yeah
1: yeah but you know i think that that you know the the in the beginning there was justification in the amount of stuff that you were that the engagement that you were getting right like you sure. get a lot of phone calls you'd get a lot of emails and that's gone last and last and last and last right yeah that's so, just consumer behavior right so that's the thing like, like the consumer behavior has changed mm-hmm.
0: right and, and we who wants to admit that right but we're still expecting them to to submit you know, leads yeah and then when they submit <laughs> leads just get hammered on the phone and just <laughs> totally waste their time again you and I talked about before we came on air talking about the word transparency and this whole idea of where it fits and where it doesn't that's part of the issue I think that a lot of dealers struggle with is that word transparency as it relates to third-party providers because I think there is no justification to the increase, you know. And it's funny. They can't hear market pricing when you say it to them from AutoTrader, but they'll say it to a customer in 30 seconds, <laughs> yeah, right? Like, sorry, folks, market pricing. AutoTrader, up yours the market pricing. Like, okay, guys, whatever. Um, Herb, you've been doing this a long time. You, you've been on the show now twice. First, first second time guest we've ever had. It's Thanks, Because you're wonderful us. and you have That's great awesome. energy, dude. You're great. What um, doing, man? Leave, it, leave, leave the people with something. What do you want them to know about third-party providers right now and, and how they should sort of look at that, that whole uh, landscape? Well, look at it as a as a
1: as a way to have your inventory raise your hand for because there is an audience there. Um, most important, most most importantly, excuse me, it's the validation that it provides, right? To me, that's that's the biggest value that any lead provider or any third party site is going to offer you. And then you know, on your side of things, make sure that you're presenting the best um, you know the best experience for that potential buyer because you know we talk about the the word experience in the automotive industry a lot. And we forget that there's a digital experience too, right? And so we want to make sure that that translates to, the, um, you know, to when they're in your, sh- in your store. And if you don't have those processes in place, then you're better off waiting until you get a handle on that before you expose that.
0: Dude, that's so. it. You got it. You hit it head on. That's exactly what I wanted to hear, right? The idea of validation, here's what I would tell people. Validation is not as expensive as what you're paying. You can get validation for a lot less. That is yeah. Herb's point. Yeah. It is a base level situation. If you're a Carfax dealer and don't know about Carfax listing, ask your rep. Okay? They just came with a price increase. They're still not over a thousand dollars. Okay? To be on their program. So, yeah. so depending on market, but but still. So, Herb, man, thank you so much for coming on the show. I, I love I love your background on this whole thing. I love that you were willing to come on here and talk about. I mean. A little bit of some ugly history, you know, and that's the way this industry is. And and, and you're an open book, and I've always liked that about you, man. So Thanks, I really man. appreciate that. Thanks, Thanks for so me much, out. guys. As always, you can find me uh, uh, and Herb all over LinkedIn. Uh, Herb loves his Facebook videos as well. I've caught a few of those. Two six two two seven eight zero one five seven is the text line for myself or Herb. And uh, anywhere they have podcast in the audio sense, you will find this wonderful show. And if you don't, let us know, and we'll get it there. Thank you all so much and have a wonderful day.